0: This is episode 40 of Essential Oils by Design. Hi everyone, you're listening to Essential Oils by Design, the podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Roz Isbell and Nani Chasire. And there's three things that we're both passionate about essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. Hi, Nani. Hi, Roz. So today is episode 40, and that means it's a celebrity episode. So this episode is going to be on. Brene Brown. And we know that she has been in the news, if you like, with her Netflix show and her latest book and that sort of thing. So we're a little bit behind the times, but unfortunately every 10 episodes means that there's a little bit of a gap, but we feel that it's still worthwhile having a look at her chart because Everyone's human design chart is very interesting. And it's particularly interesting to see the chart of somebody who is clearly aligned doing what they are designed to do. And I think it would be difficult for anyone to argue that Brene Brown wasn't a very aligned person. And we want to find out why, don't we, Nani?
1: We do. And I'm excited to talk about Brene as well, because I think her work is timeless, like stuff that she wrote many years ago is still totally relevant and and current for today and the future.
0: It sure is. So the information that we have on Brene is that she was born on the 18th of November 1965 at 8 a.m., And the reason I say that is because it's important for everyone who's listening to understand that your human design chart is only as accurate as the birth information you feed into the software program to get the chart. If the birth information isn't correct, the chart won't be correct. But this is the information that I was able to get from the ever-reliable internet, so hopefully it's right. And when I look at this chart, I look and I see the chart of somebody who's just like Brene. so i think it's on the right track don't you nani
1: yes I yeah do. good
0: so she's a manifesting generator now if you want to follow along you can go to either of our websites nani's is human design tools.com and mine is findyournaturalgroove.com and you will find i know on my page nani it's under podcasts the celebrity charts what about yours
1: Mine is on my podcast page too.
0: Cool. So if you go there, you'll find Renee's chart and you will be able to follow along with this episode. And if you're not following along, we'll try and keep you in the loop as much as possible. So she's a manifesting generator. She's a 2-4, a hermit opportunist. And that's a profile that I'm very familiar with. And she also has split definition. So we will be talking
1: about all of those bits
0: and pieces as we go through. So Nani, what sticks out to you about Brene's chart?
1: Well, even just looking at her profile of two, four is an interesting mix, of course, for anyone who has it knows this because you're like partially wanting to be out and networking with people with the four and also going home and integrating with the two. And I've heard her say, and it might have even been in the Netflix video, that she's very introverted. And I'm guessing that's the the two part where it may be introverted, but it may just be like that hermit time where she needs to go home and learn some more new things so that people can call her out and ask her to do another Netflix video.
0: Yes, you're 100% right with that two, four energy. It's that push me, pull you type thing. It's the, the two energies, the two, the hermit energy and the four, which is the opportunist or the networker energy. They are kind of polar opposites and so you you want to stay in your cave you don't want to go out you want to stay in and hermit with you know your your little tribe or by yourself and then you get called out and you think oh do I want to do I want to and if you go out very often that's where the greatest opportunities happen because you get called out of your hermiting into opportunity But the other thing that I notice about Brene's chart is that she has the gate 12 and gate 12 shows up in her Jupiter. It's an unconscious gate 12. So she's probably, even now at her age, it's not going to be top of mind for her unless she's done a lot of work on this sort of thing. But the 12 is this, it's the energy of caution and it's also a little bit shy it can do a whole lot of other things as well, but it's a little bit shy and people think that it's not shy. People think that the 12 is not shy and is out there, but in actual fact, it has this ability. It's almost like a facade of, of bravado that covers or masks this shyness. And I think that's possibly what you're referring to as well, Nani, When you talk about her being an introvert, I think if you've got the 12, you can absolutely be that introverted extrovert
1: I could believe that because I have that yeah hanging 12
0: yeah yeah
1: I did notice a couple other things I was looking at I'm like going kind of from the top down she has a defined head and defined Ajna connected by a channel 64 47 and I know a lot of her work that leads up to what she shares with the world is through like research and studying things over periods of time and then getting the epiphany, and that's what she shares with us. So we see her epiphany. So this totally makes sense to me. And she also has the 1-8 channel connecting her throat to her G center, which is all about contributing to the world. So it also makes sense to me that she is in the position that she's in right now, because she has like the strong drive to creatively contribute while she's here on earth. And then, of course, a lot of her work is about self care self love and things like that, and she has the twenty thirty four also connected to the ten <laughs> It's hard to just you can't see this right now, but it's it's like two channels kind of connected to each other. And it's basically like super love, super powered, super powered, super love. And then the 20 wants to unify others to the possibility of the future. And so she's taking this information to share it in a powerful way. And I
0: also wanted to just single out the gate 47, which... Renee has a couple of times in the chart. She's got it in Uranus and she's also got it in Pluto, both conscious. And this is the energy of mindset. And we sometimes see this play out as negative mindset and we sometimes see it play out as positive mindset. And I would go so far as to say that everybody who has this in their chart has been able to experience it in both ways. Some people more in the negative and some people more in the positive. Certainly from an outsider's perspective, you would say that Brene exhibits powerful, positive mindset and she's able to you know, lift her listeners up, her viewers up, her readers up. Because she has the energy to do that and that is one of the reasons that I for one and I'm sure hundreds of thousands of other people are attracted to her work because of this ability to lift people up with her powerfully positive mindset. As I said that's not to say that she won't have times when she goes into the, you know, the deepest, darkest black hole of negative mindset, but that's not who she is. That's just when things are vibing a bit lower, when maybe when she's suffering from burnout or tiredness. But for the most part, what we get to see of Brené is this powerful positive mindset. So, As Nani said, and we probably should have mentioned this from the outset, she's a 3420 manifesting generator. She's the archetypical manifesting generator. Very, very powerful, very, very quick and all about getting a huge amount done. So that's going to be part of the reason why Brene is able to write the books that she writes, do the speaking that she does, maintain the schedule that she does. And I know that she talks about getting burnt out, getting, getting tired to the point of exhaustion in her books. I know that she does something that I've been aware of when I've been listening. And I think sometimes that happens when we push ourselves too hard, no matter what our design is, because we all need rest. And it doesn't matter how aligned you are. If you're not resting yourself properly, you will burn out. But by the same token, I know that even the most aligned people sometimes get knocked a little bit out of alignment by doing something that they don't really want to do, but they feel like they should do. You know, their publisher tells them that they really need to go to a certain place. And so they do it. And when that kind of thing happens, I have seen it. I've watched people who have done you know, very heavy tours and that sort of thing get burnt out Not because they're doing what they want to do, but because they're doing what they feel they have to do. So Renee just needs to, hey, she just needs to keep doing what she's doing. But if she doesn't want to burn out in the future, she really needs to make sure that it all feels good to her sacral and that she's keeping a schedule that works for her body's energy and not for somebody else's need to look like they're doing their job for her.
1: I also see that with her, she has the channel 4629 going from the G center to the sacral. And exactly what Roz is talking about, her body could be like saying no to something. But if she says yes, she will be fully committed. But then her body will tell her the 46 like basically shows you if you're in alignment or not by showing body symptoms. Yeah, it does. So maybe she'll listen to this and
0: yeah. Maybe. A home- Hi, hibernating, <laughs> <laughs> Because it's the 29 there, the 29 on that channel is that energy of commitment. We talk about it quite often in this podcast. And it's that whole channel is about in its low expression saying yes, when you mean no. And if you say yes, when you mean no, you burn out because the burnout energy. And she's got the 30 in there too, in her unconscious earth. And you might've heard us say this before as well, 30 is the gate of burnout. And so she really needs to be mindful of her commitments and make sure that they feel good to her. It sounds like we're criticizing the way that she runs runs herself and we're not at all. I mean, gosh, to be as powerful and aligned as Brene Brown is. It's just that these things come up and I think it's really important for you when we do these celebrity episodes to sort of see if you've got these energies and to see if it's something that you can work with to help you to be more in alignment, be more in flow, to have an easier life. That's what this is all about.
1: And I would say that part of Brene's journey here is to share her experiences so that you can learn from hers as well. So if obviously she was sharing about burnout or being introverted on, and we learned about it somewhere. It was interesting to hear about that. And because she is such a powerful person that just her sharing her experiences can transform us to be more accepting of ourselves. She has like a very powerful chart and it's exciting. Some of the gates to me seem very exciting. Like the 30 Roz was talking about, it can burn you out, but it's also like this passion and intensity and it intensifies your chart. And 2034 manifesting generators are. Already, very powerful and intense, and then she's got the gate sixteen, the voice of enthusiasm, and so I these- hear that in everything
0: <laughs> that she says,
1: yeah, and then I see things like she has the gate thirty eight so she's fighting for something that's worth fighting for for her, and she has the gate fifty and that's about like nurturing her relationships and responsibility is one of the words, but it's really about a nourishing, nurturing feminine energy. And then she's got the seven and the one eight, she wants to contribute. And in the 20 and the seven are about this voice for everyone. And then she has the 15, the gate 15 is well defined. That in combination with the 30, with the twenty thirty four, the 15 is about like extremes. And it's, I mean, there's more things to it than just that. It's like alignment with the order of the world, but it's it's a more extreme energy as well. So she's got a lot of really big energy, but also like a lot of loving, gentle, positive energy.
0: Yes, yeah, she's got the three out of the four love gates: the ten, the fifteen, and the forty-six. And I think it's also worth mentioning that the ten twenty is really energy for empowering others it can be it's what we call the verbal gunslinger and it can say really mean nasty things without even knowing that it's doing it that's a low expression of the energy but it does happen pretty much everyone no matter how highly involved they are who has the 1020 will have had experience of using that verbal gunslinger energy but In its high expression, it is absolutely, and Nani alluded to this before, it's absolutely about empowering other people, about lifting other people up, about making them feel good about themselves, about them seeing the beauty in themselves and of what they are capable of doing, giving other people power. And that is exactly what Brene does. At least that's what I think that she does. And she talks about powerful self-love as well. And she is powerfully designed to experience self-love. I mean, it could be self-hatred because all of these energies can express in the low expression. But I think, Renee, when you listen to her books, you know that she's been through periods where she hasn't liked herself too much. But I think she understands that in order to do the work that she does and to pass the work on, she has to have a high degree of self-love and that is in her chart. The 3410 is what I'm referring to there. The 34 comes off the sacral. We've referred to it a few times already. It comes off the sacral in the top left-hand corner and she's got it attached to the 20 but she's also got it attached to the 10. She has the ability to experience powerful self-love and to transfer
1: this to other people as well another interesting thing that i see in her chart is that she has a split between her her head and her ajna are connected to each other but they're not connected to her throat but her throat is connected to some centers that are below it the throat is connected to the g center and the sacral but this means that the analyzing and things that she's doing are up in her head and those I mean, my understanding up there, it's all for other people anyway. So it's awesome for us as the receivers of her information because she's sorting through all this stuff to figure out these epiphanies to share with us. And then she is driven by her soul in the G-Center and then her sacral is driving her. And so when she speaks about what she's doing, I'm wondering if she's in a totally different zone I don't know. I mean, I guess when she's speaking publicly, she's got energies from all the people around her. So she becomes connected. That's probably why she can do so well speaking on the, like the things she did for Netflix, but this is probably an interesting conundrum for her, having those things disconnected.
0: And I just want to extend an invitation to Brene. Anytime you need me, just send me a ticket and I'll fly over because I've got the 23. I can hook you up. (laughs) (laughs) I can hook Brene's throat energy up to her head energy or Ajna energy. So I bridge her split because I have a hanging gate 23. So I could come I, in handy for. <laughs> I,
1: I bridge her split too, but with the 1762. So
0: oh, right. You we can well, find either of us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Brene. <laughs> anyway, I think it's really interesting too that there's so much interesting about this chart, but she's got in her unconscious moon, the gate 35. Now I think unconscious moon energy is really important. And the gate 35 is all about being good at anything you turn your hand to just being good at stuff, being the jack of all trades. It's what, what it's known as the jack of all trades energy. So if you don't have this in your chart, you will know somebody who has this and they just seem to be able to do anything. And they seem to be able to work things out for you. You know, they're the person in the office that just knows how to do something after they've sat through a half hour meeting on a new procedure and everyone else has forgotten how to do it or it was too complicated for them. But the person with the gate thirty-five gets it immediately and they become, you know, this go-to person that people just tend to rely on. And I think there is a lot of that in Renee. It also has this kind of been there, done that attitude to life. It quite often goes, oh, yeah, I don't really want to do that because I've already done it or that doesn't sound very exciting. It doesn't like to be bored. It's kind of amplifying the gate 36 energy, which is that boredom energy. So it likes to be kept interested. And I sense that in Brene as well. I think I sense that she likes to be doing new and different things all the time.
1: I also love talking about the voices of the throat and the 35 because you're doing all these things is the voice of experience and the moon is what drives you. It's like a driver. So she's actually like literally driven to tell people about her experiences. Yeah. yeah.
0: And isn't it interesting what shows up in Renee's Mercury? So if you look, if you do get to look at the chart, Mercury is six glyphs down in the numbers if you if you're looking at the numbers and you look at the little glyphs of planets and objects in the middle of in between the red and the black numbers Mercury is it looks like a little devil it looks like a a little person with arms and little devil horns on it and she's got unconscious gate seven and conscious gate 26 now I think many of us who are listening. Know about Mercury and know that Mercury is all about communication because how many of us have heard it's become the new catch cry, you know, oh my gosh, Mercury's in retrograde, which it is right now. Mercury's in retrograde, and that means that all of your communication and electronics, who knows what's going to happen with them when Mercury's in retrograde, but it means so much more than that. And I don't actually think Mercury retrograde is such a bad thing at all, at least not in my experience, touch wood. It's about communication. So it's how you communicate when it comes to human design. And the gate seven is a leadership energy. It's about bringing people together and leading them. It's a doing leadership energy. It makes things happen. And I really get that from Brene. There's no mucking around with Brene. It happens. If she says it's going to happen, it happens. But that's how she communicates. And then in her conscious Mercury, she's got the gate 26 It's all about integrity and standing on integrity, being honest and truthful with yourself. You know, that whole thing about being vulnerable is about standing in your own integrity. And this is what she communicates. Also the gate 26 can spot a, I won't say what I normally say, somebody who is not telling the truth at 20 paces and so I really get that from Brene's energy that she doesn't stand for people who aren't standing in their own truth so I think that those two mercury gates are just they're having a massive effect on how Brene presents herself and what she presents to the rest of us
1: The last thing that I want to look at, you might have more, rows, is just the incarnation cross because Brene seems like a very lucky woman because she's got the sun in gate 14, which is about prosperity. But as with everything in human design, there's different energies, you know, like you can live out the higher, low expression of things. But in her incarnation cross, the earth is what grounds you. So she has gate 30 and 8 there. And that's kind of like if she... Has a desire or a passion around what she's creatively contributing that grounds her, but that also like feeds her son, which is the twenty nine and fourteen, and the twenty nine. So if she passionately contributes and then commits that twenty nine, that commitment, committing to the right people and the right projects, then the son, the prosperity from that gate fourteen can totally express itself and that's that's another indication that to me that she's living in her alignment because you can see so Jupiter becomes a reward of living in alignment and that's about like articulation the other side of that gate 12 of the shyness and obviously she's articulating through books and other mediums like videos like the Netflix thing I feel like we're We're promoting Netflix a lot today, but that's okay. (laughs) And then she's obviously committing to the right things. You can feel that in what she's talking about. And she's obviously very prosperous in what she gives to other people and probably, you know, prosperous herself.
0: Yeah. She's the walking, talking example of somebody that's living out the gate 14 energy, isn't she? Because the gate 14 is the gate... It's, it's kind of the money gate. There's other energies in the chart that are are about money, but the gate 14 is if you've got it in your chart, you can make money. If you're in alignment, you can make money. And You know what? If you're not in alignment and you've got the gate 14, you can usually make money. It's not a problem for you to make money, but you will make lots of money. If you are living in alignment with your strategy and I think Brene is an example of somebody who is absolutely living in alignment with their strategy. And I just want to go back to that kind of almost where we started, Nani, the 6447 channel, which is the channel that connects her head to her Ajna. It's on the left-hand side. And that is a very white brain energy. So when we look at Brené's chart, we see that there's a lot of sort of right brain energy about it. This channel 6447 is, it's a lateral thinkers energy. It's not a logical thinkers energy. And the 4629 channel, which we referred to before is also very much a knowing type of energy rather than a proving it's right even though she does research which I think is really interesting it's very much about knowing what's right and then the 3420 is an individual channel as is the 18 so there's not a lot of logic in the channels in her chart and so i think that's a beautiful thing to talk about because she is so strongly associated with being a academic and you know, working in the university system. And yet she's managed to be incredibly successful with all of this non-logical energy and doing it by using what feels good to her. A family is going to be really important to Brene as well. She's got the gate 50 in her Mars, in her unconscious Mars. And that's a beautiful tribal energy that's all about nourishing. It's all about values. It's all about upholding the laws of the tribe. They often call it the cooking energy. I'm not sure whether Brene cooks. Does she talk about that? I can't remember. But some people who have it don't cook (laughs) because they have other people to cook for them. And some people who have it absolutely love cooking and food and making sure that the people around them are healthy and well nourished. So there's that, but also the gate 37 and the gate 37 shows up in her conscious Saturn. And so if she's not getting the getting the vibes that she requires from her family, from her little tribe, then she's really going to feel out of alignment. Things are going to happen with her relationships that won't be so comfortable. So she needs to stay in alignment for that very reason. That being in alignment means that her It probably means that her family are doing well because if she stays in alignment, her relationships with her family stay intact, stay the way that she wants them to be. And if she's out of alignment, that's when things can start to go a bit skewy in that area. So just
1: a good thing for her to keep in mind. And we're going to wrap up with an essential oil blend for Brene. The first thing I would put in there is cedar wood. I think that would help with the. Gate 37 that Roz was just talking about with community, but also it's a grounding blend. She has an open root center. She has an open swing and an open emotional solar plexus and an open will center. So sometimes she's, you know, taking in other people's energy and floating around with it when it's not hers. So maybe grounding would be good. What would you add, Roz?
0: What came to me first was vitae. There's a couple of big tree oils there, isn't there? So we probably need something pretty as well, Nani. What do you think that might be? I would
1: would say bergamot or wild orange, one of the citrus oils.
0: Well, you know what? The other thing I was thinking was wild orange. So both arborvitae and wild orange came to me
1: immediately
0: looking at this chart. So I think wild orange. All
1: right. Wild orange, arborvitae and cedarwood would be the Brené Brown blend. Yeah. What will we say? we say five
0: drops of wild orange, three drops of cedar wood, and two drops of arborvitae.
1: And then add it to a 10-mil roller bottle and fill with fractionated coconut oil.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be a beautiful, abundant, community-minded. Grounded. Grounded, able to do lots of things oil how's that for a descriptor <laughs> <laughs> don't give up your day job and start writing writing descriptions for perfumes hey Roz.
1: well it sounds good to me and thanks everyone for listening if you have questions or are interested in learning more about human design or essential oils you can go to our websites find your for Roz or human design tools for nani And if you don't already have essential oils, we can definitely help you get those in your life. I just wanted to bring up that we're going to be posting a special bonus episode coming up, and it's about network marketing by design. And we're super excited about it. Roz, do you want to add anything?
0: Other than the fact that I am super excited that all of this work that we've been doing behind the scenes is finally, finally we're able to share it with people. So you will see that the next episode is actually a bonus episode. So it doesn't take the place of a normal episode. We will be bringing out another episode as per our regular schedule, which I must confess has been a little bit off lately, but we're getting back into it again. (laughs) And the other thing that I would like to say is I want to thank those of you very much who have left reviews for us on iTunes we really really appreciate it if you like what we do it would be incredibly helpful not only to us but to other people who need to hear this work if you could leave us a five star rating and a review on Apple podcasts or on iTunes because that is how we are able to spread this message even further so thank you to all of you who've done that already And if you've got time, if you haven't done it, we would so appreciate it.
1: We love, we've been getting little messages in, or I guess they're called DMs in Instagram from people talking about our podcast and dropping us little notes. So we love those too. So thank you for those. Yes, thank you. And I think that's it. We hope you tune back in soon. Bye, Roz.
0: Bye, Nani. Bye, everyone. everyone.